So welcome everybody to For the Love of Books podcast. We are your hosts, Lucy and Cindy. Yes, and today's um, episode is dedicated to a classic, and it's Pride and Prejudice by Jane Austen. I'm sure that the majority of listeners have encountered this book either by publication, reading it, listening to it, and obviously watching the various, you know, adaptions to it over the years and stuff. Now, Cindy, tell us a little what drew you to this book. Well, I've I've always loved the story. Like I've seen, you know, the various things <laughs> oh, okay. that they've done. So I've seen, of course, the uh, Pride and Prejudice movie with Keira Knightley, and that's my favorite, and I rewatch it over and over and over again. Um, Uh And I've watched, um, I think it's, I want to say the BBC network that has like the, the series. Um, I keep forgetting his name, but it's with the actor from Bridget Jones Diary, if if anybody have seen that. Um, Uh So I've seen that one. Um, The only one that I haven't seen and it just didn't grab my attention was the pride and the prejudice zombie um oh I just, right i just i i didn't know what that was about and i just couldn't bring myself to to watch it so <laughs> so i so i've seen a couple of different things that they've done with it i know there's another movie of it um but by far my favorite one is um the one with Kira Knightley. And um, I also have the collection of Jane Austen books that comes like in one. Um, oh, right. okay. and so this book is in it. Um, and I have it and I read the other books that are within that book, but except for Pride and Prejudice. So that's why I was thinking this was the perfect time to read it. Summer's coming. Um, and I just, I don't know. To me, it's a love lovely summer love kind of reading and watching the movie so that's why I I was like oh can we read it because I've never actually read the book or this specific uh book so you've read Sense and Sensibility, Emma, Persuasion you know yes uh, they, those are okay. those all come within one book it's a really thick book oh absolutely uh, but it's, yes it's like it was like a Barnes and Noble like limited edition and I bought this years ago um, and I've taken my time with like every book, but I think because I'm so in love with the movie um, adaptation that I'm just like, oh, I'll I'll read the book. I I know the story, so I'll I kept like pushing it back, but I'm like, no, this is the time I can't keep pushing this this specific book back. <laughs> no, no, and it's a good time. Obviously, we're into spring and. Um good weather for it and Mm -hmm. you know this movie as well as many of her other books as you mentioned have been adapted too so you know this is no longer just um uh, just the book that you could read as a physical book listen to which is I think what we did yeah and watch the movie and there's various um versions of it so you know, you could pick which one you like. And there's bound to be one that you do like. So it kind of incorporate. It's, it's like this movie has a three bundle. You know, it's incorporated on so many medias. And it's hard not to have read it or seen it. 
but you know that's what we did yeah <laughs> we've seen the movies and going back to reading it using it in quotes but we ended up listening to you know the story because it was convenient you know yeah possible with our working lives and stuff okay that's cool I did not know that you owned a collection and were a fan of Jane Austen just because this book is uh, it, you know, it's known as a classic, obviously. It, you know, publication was, a, you know, in the 19, you know, eight, 18, yeah. I think. Yes. Um, 18th century and stuff. So, you know, this is, it really t- uh, has the name of classics being involved. And also, you know, um, you, you're typically encouraged to read these books or assigned to read these books by academia you know whether you're yeah. in high school and college and stuff you know so sometimes it's never some often your choice so we're older still women here reading um books that are assigned to high schoolers you know type of age and it's interesting to it, for me you know it was interesting to go back to a classics because I haven't touched a classic since I was you know, in college or, you know, high school and stuff. So when you, and obviously it was easier because I also seen that um, the, um, the Pride and Prejudice movie with um, Karen Knightley in it. I think I've also seen a black and white uh, Pride and Prejudice ah, movie yes, starring yes. Um, Laurence Olivier. That one's good too. Um, and, and there's TV shows and stuff like that, but those mm-hmm. are the two that I've mostly uh, gravity to if I want to, you know, see a version of Pride and Prejudice. Now, having said that, since this book is obviously in book and it's in many uh, movies and stuff, given what we hear and obviously read from this book, it's in, and we're favorites of the um, Hero Knightley version of it, how would you compare those two? Did they think they did a good job of presenting Pride and Prejudice in that film version? Um, to me, to me personally, yes. Like I've, I, you know, when I first pressed play on the book, I was like, oh my gosh, this is like the longest book I've ever listened to. <laughs> I was like, the movie's only this, but. I, I, you know, obviously they left out a lot of things, but I think the most important key points um, that you would take from the book and like where it would show his progress of liking and falling in love. Well, both of them falling in love with each other. I personally think they did a good job specifically with that movie. Um, I think they didn't, um, you know, they didn't, they, they, included all the good parts from the book um gave you a really good sense of each character that you see in the book gave you um kind of the sense of how close all these sisters are um how you know how the mom like her mission is just to marry them all how the dad is kind of more of a laid back kind of guy um i think all the characters really did come come to life the way that you feel them in the book um i think the only thing that i would have liked a little bit more was i mean i know that you got a short in the movie i know you can't make like you know like somehow a lot of movies but i think well i guess with the tv show 
that I saw, which was a British TV show. Um, I think with them, they, they were able to include a lot more things from the book, to be honest with you. And I did like that, but I, I have to say, I think they did a good job. I, I think that, you know, like I said before, they capture all the really good things. They really did, um, show you the personality and each character, how she wrote it, um, and what she was trying to bring across. Um, so I did like that. So I, I love the movie even more because they, they did it justice to the book. Uh, mm -hmm. To me, they did it justice to the book. I, I have to agree with you too. You know, while I was listening to mm -hmm. the book itself, I was seeing the movie play, you know, like from my imagination mm -hmm. and I was immediately comparing it like, oh, okay. So this is exactly what's going on in the movie. Like I've seen this. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm imagining the movie scenes while I'm listening to the book. And then I see him like, wait a minute, this part um, is like, they have a longer conversation or, yeah, um, you know, there's in between scenes in mm -hmm. the book itself that are not included in the movie, but it progresses. And then at the end, when I was finished listening to the book and then I'm like concluded, I'm like, they, the, the 2005 Pride and Prejudice movie, they did get it right. Even if they cut out some, cut out essential parts from the book when they were making the movie I think they kept the essentials and you don't lose anything of like the meat of the book from the movie so it's a good adaption uh obviously it's shortened yeah um, yes but I, I it does it well and that's probably my um you could say you know, beef with the book, but like I said, it's a classic, it, you know, and this is written in the 19th century, so, you know, she did prolong some situations, she did prolong it, it was um, very detailed yes, you know, that however, even though I was reading it, and obviously the book is longer than the movie I, I still couldn't find in the book when he his mind regarding her you know like I think he's always liked her you know um but obviously he had this disdain against um Elizabeth and that's why you know um he he, he did everything he could to stop liking her you know and we know that yeah he he, uh, he uh, convinced uh, Mr. Bingley to you know remove himself from asking um his um her sister Jane from Mary, you know, they left mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, the town itself. Um, so he did everything his power to, and we saw that, you know, even if you're reading it, you you saw that, you envisioned that. And then when we and obviously when he tells her that he loves her, but he he does it because, you know, even though he's not proud of it and stuff, and he and he thinks like she's gonna fall, you know, on her knees and you know, be happy that he's offering marriage to her. Yeah, yeah. And stuff. Like, so we see those interactions and then, you know, it turns. He helps her out with, um, you know, Kitty and... Um, with her, yeah. Okay. Yes, and stuff. So, with you know, Lydia. Yes, that's what I meant, Lydia. <laughs> um, it, it's, so I had a difficult time distinguishing when 
he changed his mind and he started, you know, obviously I think, you know, someone could tell me it's like, oh, it's when he started helping her and he changed his attitude well, with her. I think, well, one thing I was doing was, and just for anybody that has never heard of these books, <laughs> it, it is a book about, you know, basically like different classes um definitely back in the days when you know the goal was to marry your your child and marry her young um and of course the more that you marry them into a better family the more that a mother or a parent can gloat yeah um and it was really about um lizzie who she she's a romantic she doesn't want to just marry to get married she wants to marry for love and and it almost seems like she doesn't really care whether it's into like a better family than her equal she just she wants to find that person who she connects so she loves she loves reading she loves you know to dance she's you know as much as she's very like I don't want to say grown upish for her age, but she is very playful at the same time. Um, and it's because she's really young. And, you know, this Mr. Darcy is already basically a grown up. Um, he's very, he's, in my words, he's an introvert, um, shy. And I think because he comes from higher class, he's been trained or been taught how to, you know, stand in his manners differently than you know, other people and that comes off as, you know, very arrogant and, you know, oh, he knows he's, you know, this type of person. So that's why he doesn't talk. That's why he doesn't dance. And I think that as he converses with her, as he like runs into her, as he like, you know, is more acquainted with her, like, because she is this free spirit, this, this talkative person, this person that, you know, talks her mind comes so easily. I think it's that that he falls in love with. And so this whole story is based on this and how they both come to terms that they do love each other. But um, I gotta say in the book, it, it did like, like, like I said, I've had this book sitting on the shelf for like a while. I read all the other stories in Jane Austen, but this one, I think I saw the movie cause I was trying to remember how I came across, um, the movie, but I saw the movie with, um, the, I think you said 2005 ad adaptation. Yeah. Um, uh -huh. and I've just fallen in love with it. So, um, I was reading the book and I was watching the movie at the same time because I do own it. Um, and I, and, and yes, there's certain places where it does elongate on the book, like his stay in uh, Pemberley, I think, or wherever they're at, it was like way longer than what yes. they said in the book. Um, mm -hmm. You know, because Elizabeth does like to, um, or I should say Eliza, because she does oh like, to <laughs> because she does like to walk you know often they met walking because he would intentionally walk to run into her so I don't think you hear it from him but you do see it in the way that he starts bumping into her or she let's say she starts bumping into him but he's doing all these things just to kind of see her and talk to her um in the movie what I do like is because, and this is basically the time period. It's not that a guy is going to be like this nowadays. Um, but I think because of the times, 
I think the turning point for me was when what's her name when Jane gets sick and oh, Lizzie yeah. goes uh-huh. to visit her at the place that they're staying and in the movie when they're leaving when she's finally better and they're leaving as she's getting into the carriage he grabs her hand like to help her out and she looks at him like what like you're you're like grabbing my hand um and he's just very serious and like he turns around immediately and walks back into the house and the scene that they show is him flexing his hand open kind of like what did i just do and to me that's the turning point for him in the movie in the book to me was just him like talking to her when she visit her friend her friend and Mr. Collins, and he was like talking to her and his friend uh, Fitzgerald. So that to me was a turning point in the book. But I don't think they ever say specifically his thought of like, and that's when Mr. Darcy fell in love. You know, it's I think it's in the book. It's more her her thoughts, Lizzie's thoughts and her kind of like, well, is he running into me on purpose or is there something else? And it's not until he professes, he professes his love for her that she's just like, oh, okay, he likes me, but I can't like you back because, you know, you separated my sister, so peace. <laughs> well, you know what? Um, one thing that the book did convey better, I guess. Oh, not better. It's, it's not a thing of better, but I saw more of it in Mr. Darcy in the book that I did in the movie is that hearing it and being read to me, I took Mr. Darcy as more arrogant. Like he is a mm-hmm. pompous ass, you know? Like, yeah. Holy crap, his worst features come out, I feel. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, like that's what I felt. And I'm like, this isn't the guy that they put in the movie. So I think that's the alteration because the movie they want people to fall in love with the characters and stuff yeah i think they minimize how arrogant and pompous yeah. he is in the movie but in the book he's definitely in it you know he he um he doesn't talk as much but when he does it's like damn like he lets it yeah. go he you know in their manner of speaking back in the 18th century english like his words like you know could um injure the very <laughs> you know um fragile ego that's uh there so because he like sarcastically sort of you know indirectly you know insults people and i mean he does that with elizabeth and you know or you know whenever he encounters um somebody um so yeah he's not shy so in the book he's not shy he's he's an ass in the movie, I think they really minimized it because they wanted the audience to like Mr. Darcy, which everybody does, even the people in the book. You know, they like Mr. Darcy, you know? Yeah. But he's more of a likable character in the film and possibly in the TV shows and other adaptions too, you know? Um, but yeah, I, that's that's what really... Um, I really saw throughout the whole reading of this book. I like, damn, he is like worse <laughs> in, yeah. the, in, in pages than he is in the film and stuff. Yeah. Like that, and, but that's a hurdle for Elizabeth to overcome, you know, and like to get past that disdain and, and stuff. I'm like, wow. I mean, but there you go. That's 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 a powerful 
true love right there. <laughs> She's, you know, I mean, he did change. I'm not saying that he stayed the same. He did come to terms with his um his own prejudice and stuff. Um, well, they both have pride and they both have prejudice against yeah. you know, the, the lower <laughs> class and the upper class and stuff. But yeah, um, yeah, in everybody else, I it's, it's the people who played them in this adaption film in 2005, they will play it perfectly. I really imagine them the same in the book as well. Like the matter they were speaking, giddy or nervousness, like the mom and Kitty and Lydia being like, yeah. you know, uh, it, it's similar, if not the same. That's how I imagine it will be. So it was definitely yeah. an interesting read. I'm glad that you suggested this and that, you know, we also followed along with the book, I'm sorry, with the movie. And we're both fans of it. <laughs> yeah, no, it is um, a good one. Yes, I was saying that I would definitely recommend the book or any Jane Austen book for that matter. Um, if you're really looking into romance, don't think that you're gonna be reading something where like, oh, and she was knitting and she only got to see, you know, the love of her life through windows. It's it's not that back in the day. Um, I think all her books have like a very nice, sweet romance to them. Something that you know, everybody can enjoy. So I would recommend definitely Pride and the Prejudice to be something in your to read uh, list. And um, definitely the movie that I recommend is the one with Kira Knightley. She did an amazing job with the character. Um, there's really good actors in that movie. So you won't, it's not just, you know, Kira Knightley that's doing a good job. Is everybody all around. There's good chemistry. There's chemistry between the two main characters. Um, so I would recommend that movie. And overall, this is one of my favorite books. And it's one of my favorite movies and stories. So I definitely give the book and the movie, that specific movie, a 10 out of a 10. Wow. Uh, high praise there. Uh, I also recommended it for a classics book. Um, it's simple it just don't taken aback by it being published in the 18th um, century and stuff it's it's still easy to read per se you will come across some vocabulary that is not common to our you know uh local speech but i think you know it's i i was actually surprised by the um the difference in vocabulary and I'm like huh I'm gonna have to write this word down and use it you know in my daily speech if I can <laughs> if the occasion calls for it so yeah. it, that's another benefit too um it, yes I would recommend this book I you know um I would give it a four you know three and a half four a high praise that way just because um I don't really read these. Well, actually, I do read historical romance. It's just this is a classic, and I only came about this from um, a recommendation and stuff. Uh, would I read the other Jane Austens? Uh, I don't know yet. <laughs> uh, but obviously, Cindy has. So, in uh, everybody else who has says they're good and stuff. So you won't be listeners won't be disappointed if you pick up this book and add it to your to read list uh, yeah. and also the same thing to the movie the 2005 uh, adaption uh, classic I think it, it turned into a classic book because 
it adapted the the um and to film perfectly even minus some things but you don't lose the essence of it other books you do i'm sorry other movies that are adapted from books you do this one i think it really holds uh true to the book and i think yeah you you will like the book as well as the movie itself so good for that i'm glad you recommended it and i have it under my belt as having been read because you know yeah <laughs> yeah i mean i come across it in in the in the bookstores as classics you know they're in that section and stuff it's just you know i never come i never think to pick up a book you know but this is why the book um podcast is for reading things that we normally you mm -hmm. know put ourselves to so yeah with yes so with that we leave it as is and join us next time for our next um book and what we speak about it until then this is for the love of both podcast lucy and cindy yes so thanks bye, bye.